You're listening to The Keys 107, opening the doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness with your host, Rafika and Brother James. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, audience, and thanks for tuning in. Um, Today kicks off our entrepreneur series with part one featuring a video game designer who has an Afrocentric twist to his storyline, characters, and his themes. Our entrepreneur series will highlight tips and strategies from the experts to help you move your business to the next level. Um, we're, We're live on Facebook. Inbox your questions and, and or comments, and the BT uh, BTR chat room is now open. My co-host and uh, friend partner uh, Rafika is online with us today. Rafika, please check in. Your li- li- your mic is live. Rafika, can you hear me? All right. Well, Rafika is. Is having a little technical difficulty with her mic and her uh, thing right now, but um, we must ask ourselves about this video. Um, I think uh, video games in general, how they have taken over the minds of our children, and what we need to do to really recapture our children's mind. You know, we have so much going on with them that we need to be able to influence them with positive stuff stuff that's going to build up their self-esteem help them to become better people and more productive citizens so what we're going to do um in a few minutes is introduce uh first of all i believe rafika if you're online please come on in i've pretty much introduced what we do doing with our topic uh rafika are you online well i can't hear you rafika um but uh okay so what we're going to do we're going to go to our healthy tip of the day and when we turn back from our healthy tip of the day we're going to go right into um our our topic today about um video games and the use of it um in our community the keys 107 and com present the healthy tip of the day The healthy tip of the day is to fast with the transition of each new season. Just as your car needs a periodic tune-up, so does your body. A great way to fast is to consume fresh juices for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and even snacks. Fasting in this way helps the body's organ to rest and rejuvenate while flooding the body with much-needed vitamins, minerals, and enzymes for optimal functioning. Expect to feel like a brand new you with lots of energy after you fast. Today's healthy tip of the day has been brought to you by wellness expert Medea Allen. I invite you to learn more about me and my services at www.organicsoulchef.com. 
back to the keys. 107 with your host, Rafika and Bro James. Well, listening audience, this is Rafika. I am I just can't even explain to you the crazy energy. You know, we got this new fancy headset today and it's so fancy that the microphone wasn't working, so i got to double-check what happened with that. But, James, you did such a fabulous job with the intro. I think we can just move right on into our topic for today. And as you said, we are dealing with the financial key in our entrepreneur series, and I'm so excited. We have a bunch of shows lined up for you to help you get to the next level as you Open as we open doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness. So if uh, you don't mind, James, and we, I know we have our special guest, Joe Pleasure, here ready to go, but I'm going to jump to a quick commercial break so that we are not interrupted as soon as we start. Is that okay? Sure. The Keys 107 will be right back. For fashion that bring out the best in you. Go to moon107.com. That's M-A-U-N-107.com. We feature organic hair and skin products. Pink Himalayan sea salt. Women tunic tops. Children's books. Jewelry. Art. And organite. Visit us on the web at moon107.com. M-A-U-N-107.com. Rafika Consultants and Services Technology Trainers. Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology need, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. For more information, contact us at www.rafikacs.com. Com, or on Facebook at Rafika Consultants and Services. The books are a family of clouds up in the sky. Keeping the earth and so you will be alright. They'll teach you your ABCs and your red goes in The Fluff presents the alphabet is available on Amazon.com and on Kindle. So get your copy today. For more information, go to www.thefluffamily.com. Now, 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 back to the keys. 107 with your host, Wafika and Brother James. So we'd like to let you know that these, this episode and the Entrepreneur Series is brought to you by The Fluffs Present the Alphabet by me, I am the author of that magnificent journey to learning your ABCs. And while we're on that topic, I just want to send a special thank you to Michelle Bonnie Cannon, who is the executive director of the Bridgehampton Child Care and Recreational Center in Bridgehampton, New York. We did an author reading today with the children. Uh, They were so excited, and I had such a wonderful day in Bridgehampton with Michelle Bonnie Cannon. So thank you. So let's just jump right into it and give a little background on who Joe Pledger is. So Joe is a former inmate, an aspiring entrepreneur who has formed a company called the Archive Historical Appreciation 
The mission of that company is to preserve, promote, and pursue historical interests, cultural values, and social issues affecting the community through creative efforts. His goal is to distribute portable learning centers to inmates to facilitate universal lectures. And Joe's going to give us a little more information on what is a portable learning center. And he is also producing a comic book, Gaming Adventure Geared on African-American Audience. Welcome, Joe Pledger, to the Keys 107. Your mic is live. Check in. Hi, uh, hi, Rafika, uh, Brother James. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, How you doing, Joe? Good. Company's Achieve Historical Appreciation, not Archive. Okay. Well, thank you for clearing that up. (laughs) We don't want to go any further with a wrong name. Okay. So let's go yes, ahead and get uh, started, Joe. Uh, tell us about Achieve Historical Appreciation. Uh, my company is a conscious for-profit enterprise. It markets, distributes, and produces a com- comic book gaming adventure as its primary business activity. Uh, it is based in Cleveland, Ohio, and is currently looking to recruit additional owners as players who are able to contribute their skills and or resources to the, de- to the development of the video game. I will be mm-hmm. looking to hire actors as agents to upsell in-game items and provide customer service to players once it's up and running. Wow, that's beautiful. Now, you know, I'm I'm glad you uh, you you are taking on this venture because we look at the landscape of video gamers and we're seeing that 97% of the American teenage population is gaming in some capacity, and even the adults are close to about 53%. Of adults are gaming so you're cho- choosing an area of interest that can actually make a difference in the mindset of our young and old uh, people in here in America yes uh, video games are, are one of the biggest uh, industries uh, in entertainment it's bigger than movies actually according mm-hmm. to the researchers um, so uh, video games are definitely the, the place to go uh, if you're not uh, uh, an, act, an actor in the movies or uh, an entertainer. Uh, right. But if you're a writer, if you, you can't get into movies to get into video gaming. Absolutely. And they're saying that uh, this industry could be a close to a $7 billion annual industry. I don't know if I have to check all those figures, but $7 billion is not anything to sneeze at. So I guess there's a little bit of room for for you and I to get in there and uh, send some of that money back into the black community. Oh, oh, definitely. Uh, 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 African-Americans are the, the, uh, among the biggest uh, video game players. They're actually the the biggest ethnic group to to play video games. And they Mm. uh, are combined um, spending or consumption is, uh, is over a trillion dollars. Uh, not not just for video gaming, but but as as consumers, so right. you know, we're definitely able to support uh, any type of video game um, development. Mm-hmm. Rafika, Joe, I I would like to clear up the company achieve historical appreciation. Is this the company under the uh, development of the comic book and the game, or is that separate? produces the comic book game as its primary uh, uh, business uh, activity. 
It's cash flow okay. activity. Okay. So it says now one of your goals is to distribute the portable learning centers to inmates. Um, can you explain what the portable learning center is and ultimately what you would like in, inmates to gain from it? Yes, uh, a portable learning center is a portable DVD uh, or C CD player that are used to facilitate university-level uh, lectures uh, purchased from the teaching companies, great courses, catalog. They, uh, these are for inmates uh, housed in the county jail uh, who will ultimately gain an appreciation for the freedom that they once had to rediscover the world around them. And uh, during my uh, pitch to the warden of my local, of the Cuyahoga County Jail, uh, he talked about how the inmates aren't there for, for very long. I was there for about five months. And so uh, these learning centers, these uh, lectures will only uh, last uh, about 30 to 45 minutes. So it, it can mm -hmm. facilitate their short-term stay in the county jail. Mm. Is this content that you're creating under your company, or is it pre-recorded or pre-developed pre, uh, content? This is actually come, would come from another company called The Teaching Company, and they have uh, a lectures called The Great Courses. They're in arts and sciences. Uh, they talk mm -hmm. about things like uh, ancient Egypt, hieroglyphics, or they talk about mathematics or uh, language or uh, history, things like that. Is it in so you say system already? Yeah, they're already made. I would just be purchasing them from their catalog and then, you know, uh, using a, uh, a giving circle uh, to uh, – I'd pitch the idea to a, a giving circle, and he would give me the money to purchase a DVD player or a uh, CD player uh, for uh, uh, the pod. You know, so there are like 52 pods in the uh, Cuyahoga County jail system. So I, I'd be, uh, you know, purchasing a pod, uh, one for each pod. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Now, how soon do you plan to launch this? Well, I'm still working things out with the warden. Um, he doesn't see as much of a need. He's happy with their uh, their GED program, but this is more than uh, a, a diploma type of uh, situation where they earn a, a, a degree or credits. They would actually gain an appreciation for the subject matter itself. And that mm -hmm. would help them to do things like uh, appreciate art, go to the art museum, appreciate some of the more um, refined uh, 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 institutions uh, around the city, uh, like Natural History Museum, or maybe inspire them to take a course uh, at college, at the college level. Well, Joe, you know, what I'm looking at and what I'm hearing is that you're truly are trying to open doors to endless possibilities. And I see this uh, platform of using video games as a way to, to inspire people, inspire interest, like you said, into their history, into their culture, which is necessary, but also to help build them up. If you're dealing with youth, you might have to teach them social skills. Maybe we need games that can focus in on uh, developing um, self-esteem, you know, um, family values, things like that, you know, healthy lifestyles. Um, you, we, we could use uh, games to really shape and mold the minds of the young and old, you know, um, you know, to, uh, mm -hmm. to develop leadership, you know, maybe something leadership, how to, how to problem solve, how to plan, you know, how to survive, oh, you know, 
Right. You know, these these things are, are, are evident that we could use games and technology to encourage people to learn and grow. And so I, I definitely applaud you for this uh, attempting this initiative. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, my game will will will, uh, will do all of that um, and, and a little more um, uh, once it's uh, it, it's it's completed. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's been said that we as uh, black people have been run over by technology. Technology has made us obsolete as a labor mm -hmm. force, and so uh, using technology in v uh, video games uh, to uh, create a um, an avenue for us to develop social skills and to connect with other people of uh, African descent around the world in mm -hmm. a multiplayer format uh, is definitely going to uh, be a boost in our self-esteem. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now let me just correct myself. Earlier I said something about a $7 billion industry. Well, um, I just looked at something just a few min minutes ago and According to some researchers, they're saying that this gaming industry is uh, close to $90 billion. $90 wow. billion. Can you imagine that? Wow. And most of that is with foolishness. They're teaching you about how to kill folk and, you know, um, games right. of death. You know, it's not this. There's, there's no strategic plant thinkers going on there. You know, we. Um, right. Uh, yeah, we, we have to change that dynamic, you know. I mean, it, it is scary. Um, most parents are afraid to see their children uh, playing games because they have no idea what these games are all about, you know. Um, are, yeah, are they so learning? What are they, what are they learning? That's the key question. Well, uh, with games like Grand Theft Auto, they're learning how to steal cars, uh, commit criminal offenses. They're learning how to uh, fight. With first-person shooter games, they're learning how to uh, use use uh, use people as target practice. They're using a lot of destructive things that mm -hmm. uh, where I would be, would, would uh, promote uh, criminal activities uh, with with certain individuals who are unstable. So uh, yes. my game does not does not uh, glorify uh, violence or, or 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 really the uh, the uh, the criminal nature that can come from uh, being a video game player. So I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm more about being cooperative. Cooperative economics is more or less the the uh, the point of my video game. Beautiful, beautiful, so I, beautiful. I think this is well, a good time that we could just go ahead and jump right into the conversation about the themes. I was amazed at the graphics, the, the uh, artwork that you have in your Facebook page. I would assume that's that's uh, some samples of what we can expect from the video game. Tell us yeah, about so some the of the themes. Tell you about the, the video game. Yeah, its characters, its theme, locations, and how you wove history, folklore, mythology, and the conditions of Black people in the storyline, and 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 of course, please touch on your Afrofuturistic gaming adventure and your vision. <laughs> okay. Well, the comic book is the point of entry into the video game brand called Ultimate Voyages. Uh, it's non-playable characters that I created come from the failed public policies concerning the condition of black people. The themes are about whether to separate or integrate to achieve prosperity. The locations mm -hmm. are inspired by places defined by the Urban Dictionary. So 
stuff. You, you can find them in the places that I, um, like uh, Crackerville or um, what's another one? Gringolandia, those kind of places are in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, the reader becomes a player after reading the comic book by completing a text adventure, which is also called a game book. Uh, the player continues to progress by entering a virtual world where they will be assigned a campaign, accept a mission, or give a tribute. They are guided by non-playable characters which aid them and give direction. Uh, black history, American, African folklore, and mythology are a part of the intrigue of the adventure. They will purchase an invention, tool, or magical effect to influence its outcome. Uh, the conditions of, of uh, black people have been to act as nation builders without realizing the economic benefits of their labor, ingenuity, or consumption. This is where Afrofuturism comes into play. By establishing a virtual economy, as many massively multiplayer online role-playing games have, and these games can cost up to $100 million, like World of Warcraft or Wildstar, uh, they can affect change in the real world as well as the virtual world. The video game will borrow elements from MMOs and strategy games. So, Joe, are you saying in that statement there that your game and games like the one that you're uh, designing could help young people become strategic planners and learn how to build their the economy in their community, how to establish a, a community that they are really um, involved with and able to shape the direction in which that community grows? Is that what you're saying in terms of your, your particular video game? Yes, yes. It will uh, take place in the virtual world. It would have real-world consequences with this uh, virtual economy, buying and selling items of, of value in the game, and also giving them skills you know, on how to build you know, their share of um, Afro-America, so to speak. Uh, which is uh, mm -hmm. which is the, the name which is the name of the entity in the game. Um, mm -hmm. So definitely, uh, community building, cooperative economics, is 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 the is the theme of of uh, the, the the entire uh, brand. Right, and is it the language in the language in which students or children, young people could relate to and be able to champion and take on as their you know, their thing, you know, because th they have a tendency, they changing language every day. Just watch what goes on in pop music. Um, are we kind of connected to the, them in that same way? Yes. Um, uh, this, the, 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 the type of theme, I suppose, is, is, is very, is, is a very mature theme. I guess we don't really realize mm -hmm. uh, that we're up, what we're up against in the black community until we're adults and we kind of graduate from high school and realize that our education isn't isn't a form of entitlement, you know, it doesn't entitle us to a good paying job or what have you. And then you have all these kinds of uh, 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 things happen to you, uh, life happens to you, and you don't always uh, come out a, a winner in, mm -hmm. that, in, that, in that effort. Um, yeah, so definitely as young people, it's not meant for very young people, but um, it's something that they could understand. I've, I've, I've had to modify my uh, uh, comic book, uh, the language in my comic book, 
for for younger audiences to make it more friendly to younger audiences. But it's it's basically well, a uh, a mature uh, type of thing for for eighteen to thirty five year old or older people, you mm-hmm. know, adult age. Well, I, I assure you that, uh, as we said, some of the statistics that fifty three percent of the adult population is playing video games, but 97% of our youth, you know? So we want to kind of see if your folklore and your mythology, you know, is relating. Because when you look at cartoons today, uh, no matter matter what they are, underneath, underneath there's a tone of some type of folklore or mythology that our young people get caught up and captured in and draws their interest. Do you have something very similar that's kind of roping our uh, our people into so that they can kind of follow you through the beginning to the end, uh, end results of what your games are, are supposed to do? I, I believe I have uh, invented a um, creative process that, that does just that. Um, and in, in thinking about the... Um, the big comic book publishers and uh, and the video games that are very popular, um, they don't they don't they don't really deal with the black community in a mm-hmm. positive way. You know, they either they either you know neglect them completely, but yet our kids still play those games and read those comic books. So basically, There's what I what I do is I try to uh, capture people's interest by because the characters that I've created have aliases and hidden powers. And have a um, ability to deal with uh, the real world. They have abilities that 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 you can really assume in the real world. They're not abilities that you can't you know that you can't have outside of this fantasy, like flying or um, you know these different skills that these uh, characters have, you know, or do mm-hmm. in in fantasy world. But they have. But my characters have skills that, that people can have. Uh, uh, in the real world, things like uh, uh, my main character has uh, my main two characters uh, uh, have a uh, ability to um, advance reparations of wisdom. Mm. Uh, those are things that come come from our ancestors. You know, our ancestors Absolutely. who have had to deal with discrimination and racism and had, having to deal with the condition that that that, that, that life put them in. And what wisdom mm-hmm. they have to offer, and in 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 the uh, comic, uh, in the cartoon Transformers, there is a character that uses this um, matrix to tap into his ancestors' wisdom. So that's mm-hmm. kind of a similarity. Uh, the matrix, uh, I forget, it's called the matrix or something, uh, but he taps into it and learns the secrets and how to how to overcome a uh, challenge that he had to uh, face. Um, but I. I I, I definitely try to. Joe, how I many central to, characters do you have? Well, my central characters. Um, I have basically about eight central characters. And mm-hmm. tell us about them and their attributes. Well, okay. Um, let's see. Miss Miss Thing is a high school debutante, and she has like a Medusa complex. So Medusa was a African goddess of wisdom, but was uh, kind of demonized by uh, the Greeks or Romans uh, uh, for her uh, hair. I guess she had dreadlocks, and they, they thought, you know, looked like snakes. 
and so she became this 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 monster to, in their in their mythology. But Medusa was right. a, a good uh, African uh, goddess of wisdom. Uh, um, the million dollar uh, slave. Now, many of my characters come from these conditions that have degraded black people for for uh, centuries, if, if not the 20th century. Um, so uh, we have defamed us. So we kind of, I kind of had to build characters from that standpoint. I couldn't give you a um, a character that is above all of that, and because I don't believe those kind of characters have any real legitimacy in the black community. They have to come from some no, type no. of. Uh huh. You have to some have something of, that uh, relates to people. Right, relates to people. You know, million dollar mm-hmm. slave well, had to deal with. Uh, Slavery, the the prison industrial complex. Uh, so the million dollar slave basically adva- um, what was his um, reprocesses his adversities. So basically, he thinks over uh, what has what has uh, challenged him, and 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 how to overcome his challenges. So he's able to solve mm-hmm. puzzles and things like that uh, to overcome his challenges because he thinks about what he needs to do or how he got himself into his situation and what he needs to do to get mm-hmm. out of it. So he has that ability. So you see, and I think that ability that the community can, the community can relate to. You can relate to that. First of all, let me just state this. You say you named uh, one of the characters, a million dollar slave, the million dollar. Well, if yes. we look at today's society, just in sports alone in baseball, mm-hmm. basketball, football, boxing, you name it. There are a lot of million-dollar slaves owned by billion-dollar owners. You know what I mean? Secondly, you you take this character whom we could relate to and and many of our youth aspire to become and show them that they're going to have problems, and that's a given. And when they have problems, they have to have the ability to reflect, to think about, what it is that they're that's troubling them, how do they get there, um, and how they got to get out of it, and right. that's create problem solving skills. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. This is exactly okay. what we need. You know but what I mean? Now, earlier, earlier you said, Joe, that the character, or I should say, is it the player? The player, the gamer, mm-hmm. has the has to make the decision whether to integrate or segregate. At what point do they make that decision, and, and what are the uh, the, the elements that okay. help them make the decision? Okay, early in the game, and they do that in the text adventure during the game book. They do that immediately. Uh, they read uh, the Declaration, um, the Emancipation Proclamation, and they read Special Field Order. Uh, what was it, fifteen? And so that's how they do it in the in in, in the text adventure. Uh, in the video game, uh, they will be influenced by 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 my by these different characters uh, that will will be either give them a, a, a uh, assign them a campaign or um, a mission to uh, mm-hmm. to go on. So that 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 person who's giving them the campaign, the campaign giver is either a separatist or integrationist and they choose to, to uh, follow that, that campaign or go on that mission. So it's up to, so, it's, it's up to them to decide who to follow. Well, 
Well, well, well. Let what, me see. So you, <laughs> so you're saying in your game, you have decision. You're making decisions. This is you, uh -huh. you're putting them at the beginning of your game. Let's make some decisions. Are you going to follow the path of the integrationists, or will yeah. you pave the path of the segregationists or those who are seeking to go out on their own and 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 do something for themselves? Is that kind of where you're going with this th this theme to this particular um, uh, yes, storyline? Yes, I'm not saying. Yes, I'm not saying one is right or the other is right because both have sort of failed to to uh, progress the black community to where they should be. I think we gave up a lot of good things that were happening with segregation, like uh, uh, supporting black businesses because other mm -hmm. people wouldn't do business with us, and we're dealing with right. a lot of the the problems of integration. Because with, 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 with the end of segregation uh, came uh, a, a greater police presence in the black community. And so we mm -hmm. have more instances of police brutality. And so mm -hmm. uh, except, uh, integration has not, you know, been all that it's cracked up to be. Now, we, not we at sort all. of didn't, we didn't, we didn't, um, uh, with separatism, with the Marcus Garvey movement and people like that, uh, who espoused uh, uh, black people to uh, to be, pull themselves up by their own bootstraps? We kind of we, uh, abandoned that. Uh, right. It uh, never years ago. Got uh, a, it, right. It never got a chance. It never, truly, it never got off the ground. No, it didn't. And and one of the and one of the uh, first FBI informants, uh, who was a black man, helped bring that movement down, as he did with the Black Panthers, as, as another person did with the Black Panthers. They were infiltrated by informants from the black, uh, FBI who were black, and they brought down those movements that were trying to empower the black community to fend for themselves. So mm -hmm. that movement mm -hmm. failed. So in the game, right. I'm not trying to give you a, a solution based on these two uh, opposing or uh, they're not really opposing, but these types of uh, um, ideologies right i'm trying to give you some direction to find a a um, solution mm -hmm. to uh the problem that you have with your condition your condition i believe as, as as black people is that we feel a sense of entitlement now because we get uh, a degree or because we're black or what have you we want an entitlement that says we will be successful in life and we see that that you know that's not working out for most of us. Hey, Joe, we're not is automatically re we're not automatically entitled to anything, really. Uh, well, Joe, other than, Joe, uh huh. I was going to say, did you forget about our forty acres of the mule? We haven't got that no, yet. I, I mean, you know, no, I'm saying, we never got that. So no, we never got still, that. Uh, we're still looking for that's it. What, so, that's, <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to say, that's except what we got a yeah, delay that, here. That, okay. Now, go ahead. Hello, I'm listening. Uh, that's what was in special field order uh, number 15 that was in, uh, mm -hmm. that, that's talked about or, or, or uh, discussed at the beginning of the game of the uh, text adventure. Uh, mm -hmm. There's 40 acres and a mule that were promised that would, uh, was revoked uh, from black right. people. So now we talk about reparations now, which is another type of entitlement. That we should get because of the all game. these years of it. 
Yeah, this is all in in the game. We're talking about reparations. The uh, uh, this 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 um, how can I say this uh, initiative? I guess is what the text adventure is called, the Uhuru Initiative, uh, which stands mm-hmm. for Ultimate uh, U- uh, United Hemispheres Ultimating or Demanding uh, Racial uh, Unity, uh, which creates uh, Afro America after uh, it's, it's given its reparations. So that's basically how the game starts, that we have been given reparations, and now we have to develop ourselves. We have to do something with it. So what you know, right. what are you going to do with your, uh, with your, 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 your share of Afro-America is, is basically what, what goes on in the game. You know, what, what, right. what would any black person do with, with their reparations? What would you do? Would you just give it back to white people and, and pay for uh, luxury items or, or what have you, pay for their services? Give it right back to them and just live, you know, comfortably, as comfortably as you can? Or would you That's actually uh, develop your community? That's uh-huh. a very good question. People are, are are advocating for reparations, but the question is, what, what are you going to do with your reparations? Uh, Joe, you made a, a statement, and you said, I believe that I have in, invented an avenue for such creative processes that I have historically, that have historically degraded and defamed my entire race to uplift and inspire them to value their greatness. I'm taking the negativity out of the black experience through gameplay. Can you explain that statement, expand on it, and explain to our our listeners what negativity means? And just to let the callers know, the call-in number is 213-943-3618. Feel free to call in and talk to Joe Pleasure. Joe Pledger, our chat room is open in Facebook. Our chat room is open in Blog Talk. So feel free to come in and ask a question and make a comment. So please tell us, what is negativity? Well, negativity is, an, is not a, a name that I, uh, a term that I, <laughs> that I coined, okay? It's um, taking a, an offensive derogatory name for uh, African Americans and combining it with negativity. It was actually coined by the person who wrote a book called From uh, Niggas to, to Gods. Uh, it was coined in that book. I don't remember the man's name, but uh, it was coined in his book. And, I, and I'm sort of using that. I thought it was, a, was, a, was as, part of, as part of my story that I'm telling um, the reader and the player uh, about, about themselves, that it is taking this negativity, this self-hate, this avoidance, mm-hmm. wanting to avoid uh, your 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 blackness or what makes you unique, in order to uh, to conform to uh, to uh, the uh, oppressor uh, to the society's standards. Uh, right now, I'm currently exploring the possibility of trademarking my creative process of telling this story. Now, the terms yes, I use may be generic. I I, I talk I, I talk to my lawyer about uh, this. Uh, slogan that I'm using um, with the, uh, taking negativity out of the black experience, uh, but uh, I'm just going to use that as a slogan. I'm not going to try to trademark that or anything, but what I am trying to trademark is this creative process of me telling a story. Now, the terms that I mm-hmm. use, comic book, gaming, and adventure, may be generic, but the value and cohesion of my brand is worth a trademark to me and my company. Uh, when I say that I'm taking right. the negativity out of the black experience, I am saying that I'm replacing stereotyping with positive change. Uh, my characters mm-hmm. come from stereotypes like Medusa, uh, menstrual shows, 
and slave ships. After taking on their moniker, mm -hmm. these characters are inspired to create a positive change to their condition in the comic book. So that's what happens to them. They have these these names that are, are sort of placed on them, and it's up to them to uh, mix, make a positive change in their life. And that's what they do. Mm. Uh, they uh, become leaders in their communities. They sacrifice themselves for the, for the greater mm -hmm. good to destroy things like uh, imperialism. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, to, uh, to basically become more than, than what they were given or more than the condition that is, is, is bestowed upon them when they're brought into Absolutely. this world as, Absolutely. As, as, as part of the black community. You know, we we say that niggas were made in America. They, that's the brand, you know. So when heard the term negativity, um, I looked at it. It's the 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 dead man thinking, the activity that a mentally dead person would be involved with. His mentality. That's negativity. Mm -hmm. You know, it's nothing positive right. about it. And if you can take that out of the black experience we would then reclaim ourselves and find our way back to our former glory, even to the degree of rising above where we have been in the past in terms of our high achievement to another stratosphere of achievement. See, you are opening the doors to endless possibilities by having these characters, these themes, these storylines. And I just tell you, uh, we, we need thousands like you doing this type of yeah. work because you could actually make a serious universal change in the thinking of black people, African-Americans and universally change the, the, the way we look at each other and the way we treat each other by learning with these video electronic games. Yes. Uh, I'm not so, sure just how much, I'm not sure just how much, uh, this game, um, uh, uh, could cost. I mean, I'm telling you that, that the the biggest games, the most successful games like Wildstar, World of Warcraft, uh, can cost eighty to a hundred million dollars. I don't know where they get that money from. <laughs> mm. I'm never going to be able to get anywhere close. I, mean, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't even be able to get a million dollars because of, the, of where I am in Ohio. People are having problems getting Series B uh, venture capital funding. But I'm mm -hmm. looking more at uh, it being under a uh, under a couple of thousand dollars to start off and I'm, I'm looking to scale it by, uh, licensing it by, by, uh, uh, basically selling, uh, the rights to develop it to another company. I'm looking at doing it that way to develop. Mm. Uh, you, not you know, me. have you ever heard of this uh, video game called Darfur is dying and it's about, um, you know, the genocide, um, and fratricide going on in Darfur, and some humanitarian efforts took place, you know, to help with the survival, and they created a game. I don't know how well it's doing. I don't know who's funded it, but it is similar to what you're trying to do with your game. Oh, maybe well. the, you know, as you can um, maybe look at, uh, look it up. Darfur, Darfur is dying, and see maybe you can research. Who's backing them financially? Who helped them get it off the ground? And, and maybe they can share resources with your information, and maybe you can keep pushing forward with your project because I think it's worthy. Okay, thank you. I never heard of that game. I'll look it up. 
Mm-hmm. Joe, um, we're going to go to a commercial break in a few minutes, but I want to ask you, the format of, of your game, is it similar to what's, what, what's called a Sims game? Um, I don't know about a Sims game. It, I mean, I have to look into it, but it's going to basically draw from several uh, types, like strategy games, uh, role-playing games. It's going to be a multiplayer game, definitely, mm-hmm. and it's going to have some parts of it are going to be uh, more combat-related uh, games. It's going to be in a 2D, uh, two-dimensional player format. Uh, 3D was much much too hard for me to visualize and afford uh, to uh, uh, put together. I do have I do have uh, uh, some uh, some um, some characters uh, created like the, for the players. Uh, I do have a mm-hmm. game uh, uh, on my website. Uh, that uh, I've kind of put my character into, or my characters into, and you know, mm-hmm. people can go ahead and go ahead and play that one. That doesn't cost anything. You just play it right on my on my website. Uh, it's in the TV format. What's her name? It's uh, Afro Futurism. A F R O F U T U R I S M hyphen game dot com. Now I tried to play that game. We need to go to a commercial break. Hold that thought. I'm going to tell you my experience in playing that game. So hold your thoughts. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. The Keys 107. We'll be right back. For fashions that bring out the best in you, go to moon107.com. That's M-A-U-N-107.com. We feature organic hair and skin products, pink Himalayan sea salt, Women tunic tops, children's books, jewelry, art, and organite. Visit us on the web at moon107.com. M-A-U-N-107.com. Alphabet is available on Amazon.com and on Kindle. So get your copy today. For more information, go to www.thefluffamily.com. Rafika Consultants and Services Technology Trainers. Do you need help making your computer or smartphone work for you? Whether it's managing your email, navigating Windows 8, working with MS Office, creating videos for YouTube, or any other technology need, our friendly and expert trainers are ready to help you get it right. We also provide public relations and web design project management. For more information, contact us at www.rafikacs.com or on Facebook at Rafika Consultants and Services. Now, 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 back to the keys. 107 with your host, Rafika and Brother James. <laughs> well, we have to remind everybody that this uh, segment, the financial key, uh, opening doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness, is sponsored by the Fluffs Present the Alphabet. Now, Joe. I wanted to share my experience with you when I was uh, playing the game. Now, I couldn't figure out, because I'm not a gamer. You know, uh, my son, Sadat, is a, is a gamer. 
I'm going to have him try it out later. But I was trying to jump up and grab the raindrop. So tell me what what is the what is the objective and the theme of of that okay. game? I kept falling in the water. <laughs> yeah, okay, that game was actually developed by somebody else and he uh uh was promoting it as a way to uh um uh import uh people to import their pictures or their characters into the game. And I, I he told me about the game and the objective of the game and what happens in the game. And so I thought it could, I could, it was a fun little simple game that could work with my characters just to get them out there uh to the uh to the to the site. Um the game is about uh the the main character uh uh which uh goes about um he's in a world where he's going to uh she's going to have to um uh combat the sort of like in a um like a um a world where it combats it. there's an uh, an evil lawnmower there she has to take out the lawnmower she has to jump over uh, obstacles, land on a mushroom, uh, things like that that are kind of unrelated to the game I'm going to eventually produce and and own the copyrights to. Uh, but at uh, she then uh, goes and fights sledge monsters. Uh, she throws grenades. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, equipped with a uh, uh, two 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 handguns, uh, but she doesn't use them uh, in the game because uh, the game is set up for her to throw something rather than shoot something. Uh, mm-hmm. she does meet, uh, meet with the U S president to move on to the next level. And then she saves a, uh, the character from a fire, uh, she, in the game, in, in my version of the game, uh, she saves a portrait of Miss thing from burning in the fire. So that's mm-hmm. the game. Okay. So she's a, a miniature revolutionary who's, uh, uh becomes a heroine uh, at the end of the, the, the game, huh? Yeah. It's, well, it's a, a silly little game and it's sort of, it's sort of, uh, 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 a demo uh, that mm-hmm. I have out there just for the site for right now. Okay, okay, so that's a demo. I was wondering when I was playing it, I said, well, this doesn't look the same as the pictures that we see in your Facebook. Those graphics are beautiful in your Facebook. Um, the character who has the, the locks, what, what's her name again? A Miss Thing. Miss Thing. Miss Thing. in the grass. She is. Yes. Yes, yeah, she's the one with the green, the emerald green dress on. Yes. She's at the end of the game. She gets saved from the fire. Mm. Now, you also have a character in, in the world of ultimatums named Adam Necroman. Is, am I pronouncing that correctly? Necroman? Yes. Yes. That's and, his name. And, <laughs> and the dimensions of private and public thought. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Oh, Okay. Well, a gamer is expected to experience a positive change in their lifestyle. The World of Ultimatums is a multiplayer online role-playing strategy game. Uh, Just as uh, Adam Necroman experienced private and public thought about his heritage and place in the world, the gamer can expect to be challenged to overcome their condition in society. Uh, They will solve puzzles, build their share, and combat racism by becoming a competitor in the virtual world and the real world rather than accepted condition of entitlement and disillusionment with the economy. Mm. So that's basically the public and private thought about your heritage and place in the world. Mm. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just reading between the lines. So, you know, if we say debt is slavery, is there a component in there that shows if we begin to be, uh, to, to strengthen our entrepreneurial skills and, um, 
our thirst to be business owners and to thrive in the global market that we will shed our chains and become equal with those who keep us enslaved by keeping us consumers instead of producers? Yeah, we are kept as consumers. I mean, we we have a very high consumption, almost all, 98% of us are, 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 are consumers. Uh, we, we, we are, are, we are uh, oppressed as consumers. We aren't producing enough to support our people, and we gave that up because we wanted to integrate. Segregation produced mm -hmm. a lot of black businesses and such, mm -hmm. but when uh, integration became the, the theme or the, the, uh, the, uh, the goal, we, we, had, we gave up all those things. So around the 60s or 70s, many of the, the black supermarket uh, uh, and uh, businesses uh, were given up. Uh, family businesses were given up. Uh, uh, young, uh, the next generation didn't want to continue with the family businesses, the mom and pop stores. And so it was like get an education and work for a white employer. So way back 100 years ago, maybe in you know, 19 or 1860s, uh, 1865 and such, you know, we had the same uh, uh, dynamic where 98% of us worked for white employers. So we mm -hmm. really haven't mm -hmm. moved or progressed further than we were after slavery. We're still, work right. we're still oppressed. Right. We're still working for white people. We're still creating wealth for people other than our own community. And many of the problems we have are a direct reflection of that. Right. Now, how do you convey that message and that information that you just shared with us via the game? Or have you developed that where there's drop down menus or the conversation between characters actually share this dialogue um, so that the young mind that is experiencing this game gets the fullness of history as well as present tense present times okay uh, right now the, in the text adventure which is all text and use hyperlinks to uh to go through this uh the role-playing uh, uh uh game uh i i do include history and the characters are all in the game and they all uh present either some type of historical uh, uh item or they are or some type of tidbit uh insight uh that uh, the player uh, is, is becomes aware of um, mm -hmm. Adam Necroman in the in the game in the text adventure uh, talks about how uh, uh, black people will be valued for their uh, consumption more than their labor. You know, we, we used to be valued for mm -hmm. our labor, now we're valued for our consumption, making other people Absolutely. wealthy. You know, in, in, in both instances, we made other people wealthy, not our own. Mm. So he talks about now, that. That's his bit of wisdom. Uh huh. No. Now, um, before we go uh, any further, I need to understand why you named him Adam Necroman, the character. And I know you probably had a reason to do that. Yeah, I had a reason about him. I talked, uh, uh, it's about being uh, the original man. Uh, the original mm -hmm. man, Adam, uh, his name was Adam. And we believe him to be you know, a black man, not a white person. Um, mm -hmm. And Necroman had to deal with... Um, I, I, I had to deal more with uh, this um, uh, kind of this, uh, this, 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 this death or, or rebirth or uh, um, coming, coming out of uh, a, a deathly uh, sentence or, or, or 
uh, or a mental uh, a mental slave, uh, a dead mindset. Right. So because he's, he's right. going to go through a, um, a, a evolutionary process, awakening up. You know. Um, right. He's going to be rejuvenated just somehow. I've, I've kind of peeked into this a little bit, but I think you're on a definitely on the right track. But I just wanted the audience to know where Adam being Adam being the first necroman that that prefix necro is dealing with death and then man you know the death of man if that's what that what you mm-hmm. was alluding to with that name you know uh right it's a whole science between you know behind necrology or whatever they call it you know it's the science of death so we who understand it as black men that we have been sent into mental death because our creative mind, you have to understand this because you're right there. You're using your creative mm-hmm. mind to uplift people, inspire them. So you're trans, um, you're transforming that dead mind into a living mind, you know, necromancy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I, I felt the name fit. I, I, I would have. Uh, I also thought about uh, Negro Man, but that that sounds a little more clumsy. Uh, a clumsy yeah, understood. Uh, uh, well, men uh, sounded sounded much more uh, um, seemed to have the 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 the, the, uh, the, the type of uh, ring to it. That I guess I was looking for. Right. Well, you have now, another I would... character in. Wait, hang on. You have another character. Uh, no, go ahead, Fico. Edo Edo is, is that pronounce his name correctly? Yeah, the they're different idea. spellings, uh, but yeah, yeah, Edo Weto or something. Uh, I don't. I've never heard anybody pronounce it, but that you know, that's that. It, it's it's spelled differently in dictionaries. Yeah, in encyclopedias. Yeah. Tell me about Uh, it's it's a it's a serpent. It's it's. I look for um, mythological creatures from African um, um, traditions mm-hmm. and folklore traditions, and I found they they weren't as. Um, how can I say they weren't quite the same as say Asian or European. Traditions, you know, you have werewolves, vampires, uh, zombies. You have all kinds of things. The European tradition, they have all kinds of monsters. Uh, Asian, Asian tradition, you know, they have their dragons that look a certain way. Well, African traditions had their dragons were more like serpents. Uh, and Aguero is a creator god uh, who created the uh, the the uh, helped create the earth. Um, Loves uh, cotton. Cotton's his favorite uh, plant. Uh, so it comes out of an African tradition that uh, is, um, and most of the, the most of the, the mythological creatures in African tradition have something to do with creation. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there are you know some tricksters. Uh, there, there, there's some uh, um, um, creatures that. Uh, are, are more that terrorize the villagers or like the hyena men, uh, uh, Heyuri, I think there's the, yeah, I think that's what the name was. That's in the text adventure. There's like an interdimensional being, uh, 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 that's half in our dimension, half into the next dimension. Uh, so basically, uh, I try to work with African tradition, uh, mythological creatures that come out of African tradition. So that was one of the creatures I felt, uh, would help, uh, 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 connect. Uh, start off the game. Connect, you know, connect players no. to their, their, their culture rather than me using a European or Asian type of uh, uh, creature. 
So the Edo Edo Wedo is is a rainbow is a rainbow uh, dragon, right? Snake. Yeah, a yeah, rainbow serpent. Yes. Rainbow type, and she's it's a female, and and it's from Benin. Is that correct? I believe so. I believe it is from Benin, from West Africa. Yeah. Um, it's also called Yido Wedo, A A Y I D A. But uh, it, it, I'm not really sure. Many texts, you know, has them as male. And some people seem to interpret them as female. Uh, it is female, so mm-hmm. it, it just it just depends where your reference is from. Well, I found that very interesting at the beginning as you were uh, d- developing this game. You're dealing with the snake. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're dealing with the, the, the snake, but later on, you go into an area which kind of touches the African American experience. Uh, with dealing with um, being a sharecropper and picking cotton. And um, uh, we kind of wanted to get a feel for you. Uh, what was it that you were trying to, um, um, uh, what are you expecting in terms of reaction from the gamers? Because at the beginning, that, that was a snake, but now you're talking about slavery and the heart of slavery in America was the picking of the cotton uh, under the beast, the dragon. So talk to us about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ada Weto is a cotton-loving rainbow dragon. Uh, she will, uh, will grant you your share of Afro-America because he you know, loves cotton. Um, I expect the action, reaction to be a disdain for our ancestors. I mean, nobody in post-civil rights the post-civil rights era wants to really identify with uh, picking cotton or sharecropping, but that's part of what our ancestors did, you know, especially people that are, you know, native-born uh, uh, black people here in America. That's what our ancestors uh, did. They did some type of uh, agricultural uh, field work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically I was saying that we need to do that in, in, in a virtual world in order to sort of earn our, our place in Afro-America, earn our share of Afro-America, rather than uh, many games concentrate on, on, on immediately, you know, fighting somebody or uh, killing or doing something uh, destructive. I thought about something uh, uh, like that that, uh, that we, we, we could all uh, tie ourselves back to. This game is about connecting us to our, our, our heritage and right. overcoming uh, or taking, uh, overcoming the negative aspects of the black experience and sharecropping and uh, picking cotton is sort of the negative things about the black experience. We're kind of ashamed of those things that we, this you know, is, uh, our ancestors did. This is true, but uh-huh. let me just, I kind of like to tie a lot of things in. We talked about the beginning where we have to make a choice. We have to do some decision-making time. Should we integrate or should we separate? You know, so if you separate it, right, um, mm-hmm. you, the, one of the tools to develop the African society, what do you call it, Afro-America? It's a place yeah. and it's also a, a mindset. You have to work. You have to earn your keep. If you're going to separate, no one's going to do for you. You have to do for yourself. So you have to go back to the earth and perhaps till the land if you're going to be able to survive. If you are right. going to be able to create a new reality for you and your people, you may have to go back to the earth, till the land, and earn your keep. This is some of the things I'm looking at mm-hmm. uh, as we talk. 
So um, I'm glad we touched on that. And I think Rafika wanted to talk to you a little bit about your um, self, uh, your publishing of yourself, uh, uh, your comic book and, um, and some other things um, before we close out because we're getting very close to that time. Yeah. Oh, so. so I was um, very, very curious uh, first as I, uh, you know, read through your bio and then we talked in our initial conversation. How did you begin this journey of study to learn all about these characters and, and how you, for example, the the Ada Weto and how her relationship to the sky and the fact that she's a rainbow serpent is, is, is very relevant to things that are going on in our community today. And as you said, sometimes mm. she's identified as a male, sometimes she's identified as a, as a female. Mm. All of this information, it, it seems like lifelong learning. Oh, okay, well, uh, I created the characters back in 2008. Those are my personal uh, uh, creations um, that I have copyrighted. But uh, Ada Weto is, is is a or these African mythological creatures are are, are, are what I've, I've I researched uh, uh, fairly recently within the last year, uh, just looking at different books about African uh, folklore and mythology. They, they have different encyclopedias, and just looking at the different references and uh, just looking for characters that I can pull out that can be a part of uh, this this gaming adventure. Um, it was very important to, to find, you know, something uh, in African tradition uh, that I would think would rival or would be as 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 compelling as as as, as the European or Asian traditions, because we don't know as much about Africa as we know about, say, Europe or Asia, because they're the dominant they're the dominant uh, creative force in our in our in our society. So you decided to self-publish, um, and I'm I'm really bringing us down to to the end, and I'm we always run out of time, and I as I warned you, this would uh, happen. <laughs> okay. But um, you decided to self-publish, and just tell me a little bit about that experience for you, and then I would like for you to offer some advice for anyone listening uh, to your story who may want to develop a video game or a uh, self-publish a comic book. So let's start with. Uh, why you decided to self-publish? Okay, I decided to self-publish because the comic book is really a promotional item. Uh, I chose Lulu because I was familiar with their publishing system and considered them a key partner, as well as Text Adventures in the in the UK. I mean, I don't get charged anything for using their services, and uh, so it's basically. Uh, uh, a free uh, a free way of me publishing uh, 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 on their on their system. Um, they don't really uh, charge me anything, but uh, so I'm able to uh, uh, get uh, um, get a bigger uh, commission or or basically uh, um, state or, or control the commission that I get with the price. Um, I'm an independent comic book creator, and self-publishing is a way to publish on demand. Uh, the bad thing about it is that I have to create demand. It won't sell itself at random. Uh, that mm -hmm. is why I'm thankful for the opportunity to be a guest on this show. Um, well, being a video gamer... Uh -huh. 
So let me just, before we say anything else, let me just clarify. Lulu is is uh, www.lulu.com, and you're saying that there is no cost for a creator to um, to 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 use their services, but there is some share in 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 the royalty. Is that correct? Yes, they 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 uh, uh, charge so much for it to to publish the comic, depending on how many pages. And so, uh, depending on the price that I, I set it at, you know, there is a, a, a royalty that I, I take out. Currently, I mean, I only take like a $5 royalty out of the current pricing that's on Lulu. And you get a $5 discount, so I felt that was an even exchange between myself, Lulu, and the uh, purchaser or buyer. So, what are some of the components that you had to embark as a self-publisher before you got to, let's say, uh, upload your content into Lulu and 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 set your price and publish. What did I have to do what as a self-publisher? Well, I had to copyright. To put that comic together. Uh, I had to get it copyrighted, which meant I had to uh, I paid a fee to get the the work copyrighted. Uh, uh, I think it cost like fifty dollars to get it copyrighted, and so. Uh, I um, made sure that I was able to develop a, uh, a, a story or a game from this uh, uh, sort of uh, synopsis that I wrote, because that's basically what I wrote before. It was like a synopsis of what I, in chapters that I wanted uh, to, to put into this uh, comic book. And it actually, I wanted it to be a graphic novel, but... Uh, um, it would it would it would be a lot longer, you know, than than I could afford to produce. So um, I. Um, how did you choose your artist? How did I? How did I do what? Would you say? How did you choose oh. your your artist? Oh, how I chose my artist. I I I chose the artist because he was a person that had the time, who said he had the time. He had he had room on his plate. And he um, was a person who was like myself, who didn't have any, um, I guess, uh, I don't want to say he didn't have any experience, but he hadn't had any um, any other, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he, didn't, he didn't have any other uh, order um, jobs that he was doing at the time, so he could devote a lot of his time to my... Uh, comic book. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. That's a very, very good point. So you have may, to... may I ask some speaker? Because this is this is very interesting because what I'm seeing, there's a lot of components to doing this video game. You have to have character development. You have to have graphic artists to kind of see your visualization of these characters. You have to have a storyline. Something yeah. interesting something powerful in the fact that you're using history or Afrocentric themes um, is very intriguing. And then you have to have that technical know-how to actually use technology to produce the game. Out of all those areas, what was easiest for you? What was the hardest for you? What did you get the most enjoyment of? What's the greatest challenges? Can you talk to us about that process? Well, the hardest was technically uh, getting uh, putting together the comic book gaming adventure. Um, mm-hmm. I had the idea, I had the passion, 
but I didn't have the skills to to draw the comic on my own. I have some artistic skill, but I never developed it to the point mm-hmm. where I could I could draw comics. Uh, right. Uh, I did. I didn't really know that much about telling a story in comic book form. Uh, so that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons that I, I I chose the artist. The artist did have uh, some professional credentials, having worked on uh, a, a comic book called Dirk Benedict in the 21st century, I believe, and uh, there was another comic book about a uh, Russian entrepreneur who owns, I think, the New, New Jersey, uh, the Brooklyn the Nets. Nets. Yes. Nets. Yeah. <laughs> He, he did okay. a comic book about him. So he had professional credentials that I felt, you know, put him in a, in a credible, credible mm-hmm. light. Um, so um, with my, uh, with my comic book, I just uh, believe that, it, you know, it, it, it needed that type of uh, balance with the credibility and with uh, naivety, I suppose, on my part. You know, mm-hmm. I needed I, I needed to be able to explore. I so I was I was crea- creating the storyline as he was drawing the pictures. Uh, even mm-hmm. though I had the synopsis created, I was creating sort of the storyline out of the synopsis as he was drawing the pictures, so I could sort of pivot based on his uh, create uh, his uh, artistic skill at understanding mm-hmm. the story. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the characters uh, he kind of helped me create was called Brute. Uh, which is a prison, which was a prison inmate. He kept drawing this, uh, this character or he started drawing his character. And I thought that he would, uh, make a good, uh, lead character. So I sort of, uh, made him change him into my lead character, uh, as the story ends. Um, so that, that was some, something that came of, of that I, I wanted to have happen. I wanted that kind of collaboration with my artist. Okay. Would, uh, okay. Be be, uh, be a sort of a co-creator of of, of the story along with me, uh, uh, writing writing the uh, writing the text for it. Okay. What advice do you have, Joe, for any person that wants to embark on creating a comic book or a video game? Well, you definitely have to look at your skills and your resources. Um, it depends uh, uh, if you're going to do it yourself. Uh, as far as you're going to do the artwork yourself, do you have the uh, the? Uh, if you're going to do it yourself, you should go probably go to Indie Planet. Is another good place. That's where a lot of the independents go uh, and produce their uh, comic books. Uh, I didn't go there because they didn't. Uh, they had some formatting issues, and uh, they also say that I had to put their um, their logo and their uh, mascot on my website, so I didn't know. I, I don't think that really fit with uh, what I was trying to do. But that's mm-hmm. where a lot of indie, uh, independent comic book creators go to Indie Planet. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as, uh, as getting a comic book created, uh, I would definitely uh, try to um, try to set a budget for myself. You can get a comic book created for about four hundred dollars, black and white, like I have done. I didn't have the resources to get it done in color. So I uh, actually got it done for less than $400, but uh, I added some more pages, so it was about $425 to get the comic book produced. Uh, so basically set a budget for yourself and go on a site. Um, I went on a site called uh, guru.com, and I found some people who are willing to, uh, 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 artists that are willing to uh, bid on the, on the job and say they could do it or not. Many of those artists, though, however, come from outside the United States. You can specify uh 
where you want your artists to come from. If you want them just coming from the United States or not, but usually people from foreign countries will give you a better price mm-hmm. uh, than just uh, ones here in America. But uh, as far as I've not been able to find a lot of um, uh, black people, African Americans through that through that route uh, for some reason. So basically. Anyone who comes, who wants to uh, produce their own comic book through writing or, or drawing it, definitely needs to put themselves out here on these different platforms, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and have themselves seen. Go to comic book conventions, have a booth, do some do some type of uh, display or uh, uh, some type of um, presentation. Uh, at the, at the convention, like a Black Age of Comics convention that they have around uh, in like Detroit and in Philadelphia, and there's one I'm coming going to uh, this uh, this 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 uh, this month on the 29th, the Black Queen City Black Comics Day, which is completely free in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's by the Midwest Perspective Fiction Alliance. So definitely get yourself out okay. here. Uh, and put yourself on some platform or some circuit like the Black Age of Comics. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, you also have a crowd crowdfunding effort, and I want you just to talk a little bit about that and give out your contact information, your social media, your website, and then we need to okay. wrap up. Okay. My crowdfunding effort is aimed at generating Momentum for the video game. Uh, it's hard for someone else to imagine what I envision without presenting them with proof of concept. Um, I tested my proof of concept on Indiegogo earlier this year and received 290 visits, mostly from Ireland. Uh, why, I don't know. Mm-hmm. This comic book gaming adventure is uh, for the people of the uh, diaspora. Being a video gamer shouldn't mm-hmm. mean that I, I stop thinking about my condition as a black person and escape into a world created by and for white males. So if you purchase the right. comic book, I promise, if you purchase the comic book, I promise to restore you as a king and queen through your mastery of the comic book gaming adventure by creating jobs, business owners, and establishing a virtual economy for people of the diaspora. So that's my uh, pitch to you as a, uh, a player and a reader uh, mm-hmm. in this adventure. Yes. Hmm. Now, where is the very good, Very good, very good. Right now, I don't have a crowdfunding... I don't have a crowdfunding for the video game right now. Right now, I just need uh, people to, you know, purchase the comic book. The Do you have a link book. on uh, uh, right now? That would get my cash flow going. So that's basically what I, I need to, you know, get demand going, get some, uh, get the cash flow going for mm-hmm. the game for the comic book gaming adventure. Uh, then mm-hmm. I will, I will, as, as as I build demand, I will uh, put up a, uh, a crowdfunding uh, uh, campaign, probably on Indiegogo. So I've supported a couple people on Indiegogo, um, mm-hmm. the African History Network. Another guy, the Flying Bullet, was another type of uh, uh, Afrocentric uh, uh, actual uh, a photo novel that was being created. Uh, that was very mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, I supported I supported those two campaigns on Indiegogo. So that's how I'll be going for okay. my crowdfunding. So give out your Facebook, okay. your Facebook um, name. Joe? Yes, my Facebook name is uh, Ultimate Voyages. Uh, that's facebook.com slash Ultimate Voyages. That is the, my Facebook page. My uh, website is uh, afrofuturism-game.com. 
com. And uh, my email is uh, my name, Joseph Pledger, at mail, M-A-I-L.com. Well, Joe, I mm. can't take thank you enough for giving us here at the Keys 107 your time. Your story is intriguing. I can't wait to see the full-blown game platform that you're coming out with. I know my son oh. is, is interested in it, too. Okay, great. Um, I'm I'm happy for that. I hope to get a put out a, another a demo that's from scratch. This is uh, 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 something more uh, a demo of this uh, uh, World of Ultimatums uh, game. Hope to get it out uh, pretty soon uh, within the next few months, couple months uh, from scratch. I just have to work right. out things like copyright and things like that so that you know they don't uh, put their name. Or their business at the end of the game, and because I'm not trying to promote their business. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Well, well you Joe, you that... hear the music in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's okay. telling us that it's time to wrap up, but again, you have a home here at the Keys 107, Joe. You are a member of our Keys 107 network group on Facebook. Feel free to post in that group anytime. Uh, we also have a Keys page that you are more than welcome to post to anytime and keep us updated on your characters. And uh, come back and talk to us some more as you progress. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Rafika and Brother James. Thank you for having me on yes. the show. Yo, just okay, stay online. Bye. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring stay you into the okay. studio for a second. Okay. Well, this is Rafika. And my co-host, uh, Brother James, is, was here with us tonight, helping us to understand a little more into what it takes to build a game, a video game, and talk a little bit to Joe Pledger about his journey to becoming a video game designer and a comic book creator. We, are just kick, we have just kicked off our Entrepreneurs uh, series. This is the first uh, episode of that. Join us next week when we have part two of our Entrepreneur Series featuring author and entrepreneur Haru Naket, who will share his life-changing strategies on building and sustaining wealth. Thank you, our listening audience, for your time. As always, we value you. We also want you to know that this show and all of our shows are archived. You can check us out on iTunes and in podcast area. You can listen to us through our website, thekeys107network.com. You can listen to us through uh, Blog Talk. <laughs> Is that a blackout? <laughs> Join our Facebook group, The Keys 107 Network. And send any inquiries, ideas, or thoughts, or comments about any of our shows and our guests. Or maybe there's something in particular that you want us to talk about or a guest you would like us to bring in. Send your comments to suggestions at thekeys107network.com. And as always, we are opening doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, and happiness, dealing with the seven keys of life. I'm Rafika, and again, I thank you so much. You're listening to The Keys 107, opening the doors to endless possibilities in the pursuit of love, peace, 
Happiness with your host, Rafika and Brother James. Lift your head up to 
Come on. 